look in the eyes of my brother without shedding a tear. Now this bitch, nah, uh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going on over there. <laughs> yo, yo, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the Informally Honest Podcast. We appreciate y'all for coming back. Um. Yo, uh, that, yo, hold, let me interrupt really quick, just because, and I know I don't like interrupting, but I just got to say that Josh is going to handle somebody, and I had to like hit record to save that person. He's about to fuck somebody up, so we had to hit record. <laughs> no, that was quick. my old. Uh, I don't know if y'all listen. Um, I, I hate to do this without Adam here. We ain't really going to talk about it because I want to say that for what Adam is here. But that new Silk Sonic is fucking fantastic, and yeah. um, and the new single "Smoking Out the Window." As soon as I heard this bitch, I was like, "This is a fucking hit." <laughs> like I, this is gonna this is gonna be a chart topper right here. <laughs> uh, we got one on our hands. <laughs> uh, but yo, uh, if this is your first time joining us here, informally honest, um, you know, uh, we we like to talk about this thing called life, and um, most of all, if nothing else, we're gonna always be forthright, vulnerable, and honest. And um, man. It's, it's it's been some interesting times i got a point of vulnerability for me this week i uh I, i've been dealing with some injuries and uh i finally got a chance to go to a doctor and i hate doctors just because most of the time it's never been a pleasant experience for me i hate the western medical system in general but so i finally uh get in and talk to this motherfucker and uh uh i have a back issue and a hip issue going on and so only thing they wrote down was hip pain. And I was like, <laughs> and I was, and so he just kept on asking me about the shit in my hip. Cause, uh, apparently right now I have a hernia and anything else I would need either like an x-ray or an MRI, uh, which I knew before coming to this bitch and I don't have medical degrees. And so, um, talking to him and he's like okay so you know what are you feeling in your pain uh what do you what pain are you feeling what is happening got it when, when did it happen what's going on with this and so he keeps asking questions but he's only addressing my hip and i was going my back though is what actually hurts my hip is just bothered i'm sure they're related in some way and so then at the end of it he's like okay well i'm just gonna prescribe you some uh heavy dosage ibuprofen maybe with some steroids and i was like um but what about like an x-ray or mri or something he's like well it's not a fracture and i was like nigga we don't know that because we you like you ain't i get that i'm walking i'm also a dancer which makes me a super nigga and so i could i deal with pain <laughs> on a daily basis i need you to give me some better assessment than this and so i was like okay but even if it isn't a fracture there's clearly some musculature issues going on that could be nerve damage. Wouldn't an MRI be useful? And he goes, oh, well, maybe, but you know, I'm not sure your insurance will cover it. Well, nigga, can we ask? What yeah. the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, right. oh, that's what they do. They just go off of what they think like your financial situation is. Exactly. And I was I, I was like, yo, it, is there a way, like, what's the process to finding this shit out? It's like, okay, well, I'll put it in the request and you should hear from them in like a week. And I was like, nigga, if I was like really fucked up, you tell me I just got to sit here and writhe in pain for a week, Whoa. which I'm already doing uh, <laughs> until these motherfuckers go, uh, excuse me, you may not qualify for this, brokey. Like, yeah, it sucks, yo. But finances are a big big part of whether you even might might even get turned away you know yeah that's uh, like my sister bro she went in for a surgery and they told her two days before the surgery that she had to pay up front like you know how it used to be where you'd like get this uh, you'd get the procedure done and then a while later they bill you bill you yeah. yo, they, yo, they told her two days beforehand that you have to pay everything that your insurance want before we're actually able to even bring you in to do the surgery, like before we, before we're willing to do anything, so she had to come up with several stacks, in like in, you know in a couple of days. So you know, she's like going yeah. about her life thinking she's gonna pay later and whatnot. But that was apparently that changed during COVID. Like you have to have the money that your insurance is not willing to pay beforehand, <clears throat> and that shit is wild, man. That yeah, shit, like it's just yo, so, 
definitely shit has changed. But at the same time, doctors don't have time um, for whatever reason. Like they're not even either willing or have the time nowadays to spend any real time on you to figure out. Let me ask questions about what you do. Let me ask what you know what I'm saying? It's just, all right, I'm gonna prescribe this. I can't speak for everybody, but like that's the shit that really that more so irks me. And like you, you have time to only write a prescription as opposed to seeing if it could be any other thing else. Right. That's his, like, that, what, that's the shit is like. What, what what the fuck is up with all of these goddamn medical shows of ER and house and all this kind of shit where motherfuckers are like, no, we got, we got to find out what the actual diagnosis is. I'm not losing nothing. Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> yeah they, what the fuck is all this medical propaganda? That's <laughs> a good point, man. That you going to the doctor, that scene would have been way different in a, in a show. They're going to bring in all kind of state of the art stuff. They're going to find out. It makes those doctors have a heart. Another show. I was like, why are you lying to us? Why are you lying? Why? Right. We must find it. He's not leaving here until we get what, to the yo, bottom of it. Yeah, why the fuck are y'all making those doctors seem like people too? This shit ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, man, this and, and motherfuckers wonder why like men and especially black men don't go to the doctor to get anything checked on us because why am I going here to pay for these consultations? And y'all don't do shit. It's like the last time uh, I, I threw my back out uh, a couple of years ago teaching uh, out in uh, Gary. And when uh, when I went to the ER, they literally like, um, we can give you an x-ray, but it's probably too swollen to see anything. And so. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I just got one question, right. bro. Were you were you teaching dance or were you teaching uh, somebody a lesson? <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> those are the same <laughs> thing but uh <laughs> nah, you know what i mean you know what i mean were you were you simultaneously blowing another back out were you, which, which was yo was it consensually being taught a lesson but she wait, wait, wait a minute wait a minute wait. that makes me sound like a pedophile uh, <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> consensually man essentially there's two adult pedophiles out there. But, oh, well, <laughs> like, okay. I guess that's true. I like, that's West true. Side is a high school. No, I was not out here <laughs> fucking kids. <laughs> adults, adults, uh, man. I'm sorry. No, nah, no. Nah, uh, it felt good in my mind. <laughs> it, it felt good at your expense in my mind. No, no. I'll teach it. Um, I, I used to teach uh, when they closed Emerson, they put some of the arts programs in Westside because I don't know if y'all know that Westside is the only public high school left. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, to my knowledge, there's only three high schools left in the city and the other two are charter. I guess I shouldn't be surprised, man. Yeah. I, 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 knew, surprised. I knew that they were like rapidly leaving. So it was like, and I, um, you know, everything that happened with ours, like moving into yeah. where it was yeah. going but even, on, Roosevelt, you know, Forrest well, what's crazy is, uh, I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all knew or remember this, but they didn't even move Emerson into Word immediately. They did a year at, uh, Candy King. Candy King, yeah. Oh, I did not know. And, wait, wait, wait. So like the year after us, so like Chris's class was in Kennedy King? Uh, yeah. So the, the yeah. old nine year. Uh, they, oh. they, they were, uh, so 08 was the last graduating class out of our building. Right, 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 right. Okay. And then 09, they, uh, they moved them and Tolleston into Kennedy King. Damn. I didn't, I, I must've missed that part. Shit. And so, uh, like, uh, Marco, you remember how Kennedy King was shaped like a big U? Yeah. It was on one side, it was Tolleston and on the other side, it was Emerson. And then the office in the middle kind of. Yeah. And the office in the middle. Yeah. It was like it was like a big, a big, big uh square, like a square rectangle. Yeah. How many um students were in a class? Damn, had to be too many because because yeah. uh, I'm like way too many. Emerson is middle through high school, and they only had half the building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Dude? Unless they made the middle school students be with Tolleston, which I don't know. But then they moved them to uh to work after that, and then uh. They moved Tolleson into one of the other middle, middle schools and then moved Banneker into Candy King. Yeah, they, they've made enough uh, terrible decisions. <laughs> For a lifetime. People. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> 
This so, is yeah. true. This is true. So, uh, uh, for anyone who doesn't know anything about Gary Schools, uh, Gary Community School Corporation is shit, and I don't work for them anymore, so I will talk fucking freely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we go. There we go. We're coming soon. Tell all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When we were in high no school, when, when we were in high school, these dumb niggas uh, spent two million dollars on pencils for standardized testing that we didn't get. <laughs> Just to and, talk about, yeah. you know. And when we had at the same time, we had asbestos or some shit going on in the building and di- and several at, different at parts of the building. Yeah. And you well, spent they had two million dollars on or, fucking pencils. Come on, man. Uh, uh, asbestos and a uh, black mold. <laughs> it was like a whole bunch of legal stuff going on, you know. Oh yeah. As far as corruption uh, throughout this whole time, so throughout the and whole we had time. teachers. I don't know what was McCrady. going on. Like some money was being <laughs> slipped into the pockets or something. Pockets, right? And we had <laughs> teachers like going out sick from the mold and asbestos and everything at the same time. There were physically mm-hmm. teachers showing symptoms and having to leave, and still, like, the shit's wild, dog. So yeah, uh, shout out to them, and also you know, uh, shout out to the people who had to work in them environments. And yeah, man. Um, well, we had to go to school there. We had to go to school there, yeah, but you know, we we were young and and had immortality. What I was gonna say is, asbestos or not, black mode or not, I'm in that bitch on uh on Nacho Day. I'm in that bitch on Nacho <laughs> Day. I don't care how unhealthy the environment is on Nacho Day. I was in that bitch. So. Or <laughs> uh, that was that, it. It was, only, it. it was the only two. <laughs> it was nachos and pizza. You ain't really, no one. No one cared about any other shit that they were going. Cinnamon serve. rolls. <laughs> hey, the cinnamon rolls was on point when they made them. Mm, I'll, I forgot I'll about that. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Facts, yo. Facts. Why, why did why why was school lunch allowed to be that kind of horrible? Like nachos isn't a meal. <laughs> True, man. And, True. That, and that's the shit. you should not be washing down whatever chicken or fish fillet sandwich with milk. Agreed. Agreed. Like, the, were there options for water? I know this sounds silly. How no. often did we get water? There was no water option outside like a water fountain. <laughs> there was a water like, fountain, but there was no. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> There was no bottle. Bottled water was a luxury that that kind of <laughs> came up with us. It was not as frequented as as it is now. On top of but, that, you had to wait in line for water. Like, right? <laughs> you actually have to wait. I mean, uh, uh, oh, what was the um, biology teacher's name? Oh man, Ms. I bumped Ms. into her accident one time. Mrs. Uh, Miss Patman was chemistry. What was her name? Patrick. Yeah. I remember Miss Patton. Miss Patton, you're right. Patton. Patton. Yeah. Uh, Miss Patton was like, um, one of these days she was gonna get us a microscope so we could like see all the enzymes in some water, and so we were like, oh, we can get water from the fountain, and she was, and she said, no, I don't want to know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. But yo, speaking of discomfort. Uh, let, let's go ahead and hop into this. Um, is, there, is there any place or environment that you think that you know consistently, consistently, you either feel uncomfortable or out of place or anything like that? I can jump in there if y'all need a second. Yo, give me one second to tell this quick story though, um, and uh, and then we could jump in. It's, okay, I don't know if it's, it's not necessarily. I guess it was fourth, like forthright. I don't. It's it's funny enough. To like say, so I'm on my route the other day. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a Tuesday or something. And uh, I'm making a delivery. As I come back from the delivery, I see this old lady. She's got to be at least in her 80s. Like I'm thinking like, I'm assuming maybe like late 70s, early 80s. Um, and she's like cleaning this car, but I couldn't quite see it because there was another car in front. As I got closer to the van, I could see that it was some like gorgeous, old school like saline mustang with the uh, soft top and it's just one it's just funny to see an old lady on a step stool like you know cleaning her her car that's just like a muscle car that's typically you see dudes doing mm-hmm. but the fact that she was like probably in her 80s and she stops and looks at me her, her and i both look at each other and like connect eyes and she's like yeah it's pretty cool ain't it <laughs> <laughs> i was i was cracking up dude i was like absolutely <laughs> Anyway, I just want to tell that story, man. It, like it, 
that was going to be my story for the week. It had to be told. Shout out to that 80 year old lady who had a gorgeous off white saline Mustang with the top back. That thing was a beauty, man. And the fact that she just knew it was some gangster shit, man. So shout out to her on the step stool. I hope she made it down safely. Come on, uh, Lady Lacra- <laughs> Lady Lacrae. I don't know. Hey, that, reminds, uh, that reminds me of uh, like I go to this video game store, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is like a uh, she gotta be like the same age. This lady who works there, and she's like a genius <laughs> at video games. Like <laughs> her knowledge, her knowledge of video games, like stretch way beyond mine, <laughs> and like. <laughs> She was just like showing off her her knowledge of it, like mm-hmm. like I'll ask her a question and she would just be like, "Yeah, those like what controllers changed and blah 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 and this <laughs> like just whatever you could think of." So she yeah, she impressed me. Yeah, and her face was saying like, "Go ahead, ask me another one. Go ahead, I got you." Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, I, I think I brought it up before. Did y'all ever check out that uh, docu series Game Over? Ah, uh, not yet, man. Not yet. Nope. Man, it, uh, it makes me it, uh, bringing up uh, that woman makes me think about stuff like that, where you're like these people who have just been gaming for decades, like beyond decades, mm-hmm. and just have this extensive knowledge of this particular thing. I always get fascinated by people who just have extensive knowledge over something. Yeah. Yeah, man. And you know, I guess I can't say that my lady had extensive knowledge. I, the only thing we both knew and connected on in that moment is that she looked really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> she, That's the thing I mean, that we agreed on. like an un, unlikely person to have that rare right. thing or knowledge, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We both locked eyes like, yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. That's she, she got to know what's cool, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shout, shout out to our ignorant teenage uh, teenage years because I don't know why that makes you think of uh, Aaron's story makes you think of that time we were clowning the fuck out of Lamar uh, for um, loving Lecrae so much and no 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 disrespect to Lecrae Lecrae is great but yeah. uh, he he was like come on man you got to hear this uh, it, it was like riding with my top down <laughs> listening to this Jesus music song <laughs> oh that was. That was great, yo. Uh, That's going in Emerson history right there. That's Emerson history right there. Shout out to Lamar, man. Top 20. Top 20 countdown (laughs) for sure. (laughs) You listening to this, man. You know, you... Uh, there's people like it always attribute shit to going... We we clowned you for this back in the day, but they're actually dope. Um, He put us us on. Yeah. (laughs) I used used to clown uh, Russell for listening to KRS-One because I had no idea who the fuck that was. And... Exactly. Now yeah. I'm like, man, yeah. Russell was ahead. Russell was really- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yo, 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 this, yo, you uh, can continue. My bad for the interruption, dog. You good, you good. So the question is, uh, is there a place or environment you consistently feel uncomfortable or out of place, etc.? And I'm going to go ahead and jump in there. Uh, mine uh, I'm sure there are others, but the first place will always come to mind. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel is uh <laughs> it, is it will consist every time when I was a kid, I would walk in there and just go. <laughs> I just I just feel like I just feel like I don't belong here. I don't know why. I just <laughs> like you you were sitting in that rocking chair in the front of you, like rocking chair should be fun, but Anybody else hear like a whistle? <laughs> like I, just, like I, I, it was yeah. Uh, and every time we in there, I'm, I'm looking at the menu and like chicken fried steak, and I was like, something about these recipes, country. It feels familiar and wrong. <laughs> I don't. I just can't put my finger on what it is. <laughs> feels mm. a little slavey. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you walk in and immediately start thinking of roots. To... <laughs> not, not even thinking of roots. Feel it, just you, 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 you just hear get that nigger. Like you immediately, uh, immediately want to see the conditions of the workers. Yeah, you know, like well, how y'all, how, y- how y'all okay back there? Like no one's making you slave over that gravy. <laughs> but uh, uh, that that was always one place where I was just like, man, not. 
this this place is don't feel right. Just don't feel right. And it was before I even had context. It just didn't feel right. <laughs> yeah. It's just so so good. So believable and so good. I remember <laughs> I would say as a kid, um, I don't know about consistent we said consistently, but Relatively. I used to feel Relatively. out of place often in church. Mm. <laughs> when they would do like kind of like uh exciting stuff out of nowhere like or somebody scream out of nowhere or somebody start like running around yelling or you know uh, catch uh stuff like shouting, that uh, catch the Holy Ghost. or mm-hmm. or call you out or you know try to make you say something or you know you know how they be like yep. if you a guest at a church and you know make you stand up and, <laughs> make you stand up and yeah sing, what, what you, you know all that type of stuff sing, sing your sing the church's welcome song yeah. we welcome you we're glad you yeah. came. And then you got to <laughs> hug like 300 people. <laughs> Dude, you, yeah, you took, that's actually the one I was going to say, Marco. I was like, <laughs> church too, man. Like Everybody know all, to. like that's just a fraction of all this, you know, stuff that yeah. can happen. Like, I know yeah, everybody has seen some stuff. I'm trying oh, to think, yeah. though, you know, you be kind of, a lot of times it'd be like the funniest place, though, at the same time. Yeah. Mm. It's still yeah. like it'll be uncomfortable at, at times, but sometimes it just be hilarious. Oh, absolutely. Ain't well, nothing, I I, go ahead. But I was gonna say, um, I guess I could say like therapy is one of those places too, because it's uh hmm. definitely could be uncomfortable. Um uh, obviously a lot of it was because I didn't wasn't ready to talk about the shit. And like mm-hmm. you had your other other people are like breaking down, you know, and I'm like, yo, I, you know, I'm just sitting there like, you're not going to get that out of me. You're not going to get that out of me. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm, imp- I'm impressed, but it ain't, gonna, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think other places where I felt like. Did you sp- any way you specifically felt out of place? Dennis office. <laughs> Dennis office. <laughs> Elaborate <laughs> on that, sir. <laughs> I mean, I guess not out of place, but just like, um, you know, when you you'll be in a waiting room or something, and you hear the drilling, it's just a very mm-hmm. uncomfortable feeling. Like Ooh. to know, like, <laughs> yeah. maybe that's you next. Mm. And um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's one up. of those things where when it's over, it's like, oh, it wasn't that bad. But it's like, um, I've had some times I've been to the dentist where it's like. You know, I just want to go back home. But, mm-hmm. you know, we do. Oh, I, I got some on the top of my tongue, man. I got it on the tip of my tongue, not the top, the tip. Just the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> you said out of place. Hmm. I could think of something like nowadays, but I'm trying to like work my way up to that from from childhood, man. I mean, but I think, yeah, yeah, yeah church I'm, definitely I'm comes, to, comes into play, partially because I didn't always go to church very often. And whenever I did, it would be. Like, I don't know if y'all remember the Family Christian Center. It was just like a big to do. Like, that mm-hmm. place was like big. Sh- it's all about big shows, it felt like. Yeah. It's a mega they, church. Yeah. I mean, it would be so many people there. And like, they, they at one point, they had this shit installed where, like, whatever was good. Let's say if if they were, they were trying to simulate like the wind being like, if something was going on on stage and it, it, it would make sense for you to feel when, like if somebody went really fast past somebody else and you mm-hmm. wanted to get the experience of the person who's experiencing that win, they would have like, they would have some air or something come out out of the chairs or something. I'm like, yo. Like the, and the, and the, like chair, the old and school the, uh, yeah. 3D experience, 3D yeah, dude. experience rides. And, and, and the seats would move and the seats would like rumble and move. And I'm like, yo, where is God in all of this? They need God. <laughs> you know God is in the Disneyland. <laughs> God is in the production like, budget. Yo, how much money did they put? How, how how many tithes? How many tithings or months of tithings did it take to like to get this? You know what I'm saying? Yo, to, to bring this church full of special effects. Yeah, yo. Why do I feel like Steven Spielberg or some other great or, or hey, Michael bro. Bay is oh, Michael Bay is behind? That. Yo, you can't. You just can't be a bum and come to this church. Nah, <laughs> yeah. if you ain't if you ain't the shit, don't come to this church, bro. Yeah, it was some. It was some cool stuff, the, but. Not, you're not ready for this level. <laughs> yeah, right. A praise. Yeah. But it was, you're right. That was kind of like uh, when I would, so you'd have stuff like that. And then you'd have like 
where the pastor would come on and speak and everybody be quiet. And then out of the blue, somebody from a hundred yards away, because the church was huge. So somebody mm. from the end, from the other, the other team's end zone, <laughs> you know, mm. would, uh, you know uh, would just start yelling or like, you know, I guess feeling the mm. Holy Ghost or like start speaking in tongues and shit. So those are things that like, especially the first time I had never heard. I'm like, what the fuck is going on over there? yo? People just mm. falling. Yeah, or just like, oh my god, you know, oh my god. It always <laughs> it's always because it came it came out of the blue. And like, yeah, it probably wasn't James Brown shit. I just didn't get to see their shoes. I, I want to see their feet. <laughs> I'll check, That's I'll check out that footwork. <laughs> I actually got I actually got one that just came to mind. Clubs, more often than not. Ooh, oh, yes. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, because I'm a dancer. And so I'll be wanting to dance and shit like that. And regardless of age or era, if you were at a regular, regular club where uh, even pre-trap era, if you were like, you know, crunk or uh, whatever the fuck niggas was doing in the early 2000s, um, um, it's it's a thing of if you if you danced in a club that was more than like juking or you know just being being behind somebody, motherfuckers looked at you like you were fucking insane oh, or lame as shit or even uh, when I uh, some some queer spaces I would go to because while I because I'm a straight dude but I'm a dancer they like to they'll dance in those environments and so that's usually more fun and all of that kind of stuff. But um, in my experience, just speaking generally, stud lesbians hate me <laughs> mm. in, in them spaces. Oh, right, right. right. Because, because of your dance, because of your like your desire. No, to dance just, be, just because what they're okay. Just because I'm a cis straight dude in there in a queer space, and so oh, okay. gotcha, gotcha. It would it would get a lot of like just challenging energy or. You know, I walk past and basically uh, they 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 threatened by him because their girl is is looking. <laughs> and, and that has happened. It wasn't always the case. Sometimes it was just unprompted. It would be weird, and that hasn't been always the case. But a lot of times, if if it's a if it's one of those spaces that's just open but clearly run in a queer capacity, and then a lot of stud lesbians show up. They get oh, mad. Challenging. I came to party. Hey. Your girl was <laughs> looking. Yeah, yeah. He's haggling now. Not what you want to do. What? Shout out to Nori. Woo! Drink, man, that's Drink Chance is such a Drink Chance is such a fun show. Uh, and yeah. um, not not to deter, but we we can always come back to this. That yay episode was absolutely ridiculous and i did not finish it i'll say that on that was record. a good segue I, by the way yeah yeah it was yo it was thank you Marcus, for that bridge. <laughs> yeah and yo speaking of pharrell's production there's always dope ass bridges so it just that was like amplified yes. <laughs> to another level yo he become I, I a good it, interview man. Though, man. like his interviews huh? are great i've been watching drink champs for a while man like yeah his interviews are great even when they, they don't drink like they don't have to drink like we just want to hear from these people. He just get but, he has great guests. Mm-hmm. Because Nori's a fucking legend in the game. He, and, yeah. and the other side of that is what what feels great about when Nor, uh, Nori and DJ EFN, the whole thing is just happy. It's 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 real niggish, but the whole time they're <laughs> just like. They they just chopping it up. It doesn't really feel like an interview. It just feels like like some cats that ain't seen each other in a long time. Got a mutual respect. And like okay, okay, okay. Like even when they ask some like possibly uh, uh, flagrant or whatever shit, controversial shit, they act. They're not asking it like they're trying to solicit some some dirt. That he's just asking like they know the I game. Want to wanna know like like yo yo yo. Yeah. What what what, what the fuck really happened? <laughs> yeah. And he and he does a really good job of just letting the person be, like giving them the space to really just be themselves for sure. Like he gives them enough space to give full answers. You know, like mm-hmm. I like that, man. He just lets people go off, even though it's be themselves. Even though when he does that, sometimes 
because he just they had that whole thing like I give it up home real quick and then just like yeah I love it. Hey, I love that's just hilarious. Sometimes they used to do it too much. Paying attention. He got, they're not really paying attention to what the fuck is being said because Ye said some some shit that was like whoa what the fuck did you say and then uh nori will go yeah yeah get, give it up for killing that nigga yeah because it always <laughs> it always starts with like i don't know what the fuck you just said but look man yo yo yay's in the house yeah, like, we got yeah, 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 yeah. And we got about 27 viral moments <laughs> yeah he's funny man yeah man, man. i mean yo so my take on it was i gotta say i enjoyed it both both parts and uh i still rock both? with yay man i still rock with yay yeah, man, I put a good, yeah, I put a good four hours in, <laughs> you know. I I watched the first part, but I didn't finish the second part. But I mean, it was, it was pretty much the same of the, of the first part. I mean, yeah. uh, but it was good. Though, just, I mean, he can't, he can't stay on the same thought, and it's so irritating. He'll he'll start on one thing about classism, and then in the same sentence, he'll be like, "I'm the richest nigga in here." So he contradicts himself constantly. He it's it's so tiresome trying to hear him talk for a long period of time. <laughs> I've realized that about him, and uh, maybe that's just because I do similar things. But you like <laughs> you grab from several different aspects or several different contexts, and you bring it into making it relatable at the end. It's like a you summarize it in the end, but you pull from different aspects of life or different different context to kind of bring your point about maybe that's just yeah. some gemini shit man you know i, man, I, man. I, I <laughs> with aaron like I, I i just get it i get it but i don't i don't understand well i mean i kind of understand that too why he he constantly i mean he just has that narciss narcissistic Straight yes. about him, uh, and you know that's never very appealing. You know, if if people keep doing that over and over, like it's like, oh, okay, we know you're great. Like, <laughs> you need that confirmation too often. And yeah, um, but True. but besides that, I I really connect with what he says. Like, me too, man. I, I'm 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 on board. <laughs> Even if I'm not like a hundred percent on board with his music, I mean, and and honestly, it's it's not bad at this point. It's just like I don't I don't get the same feeling as I used to with his music. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, it's not tragic, <laughs> you know. His life is going <laughs> on, mine will. It's like it just is what it is. Yeah. And that's real. I mean, I I, res- I respect it, but I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not in the camp anymore. I I haven't been for some time. I want I want to be because of how particularly the first two albums and uh Twisted Dark Fantasy made me feel. And feel like you. artists art artists artists, like I, I want to find like some kind of at least energetic camaraderie or perspective uh, per, uh perspective camaraderie or something like that with Ye because I respect him as an artist because of those three projects in particular. But otherwise, it is it's it's just ah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know what I wonder? I wonder did he go on these on these like like this last two albums? But let's just stick with Donda. Did he go back and use some of the same techniques or drums or vocals or? choir or whatever aspects he used on those first few that he actually reused some of those aspects those instruments those sounds um on this album we are i say that because i actually like this album what was the one before that yay the one before this one was yay i couldn't tell I think or, or jesus is king my bad jesus is yeah king. yeah jesus is king that makes this sense. one more than the last few i felt it resonated a little bit more with the feeling I got when I first listened to College Dropout and shit. I mean, not exactly because that was just fresh. That was my first introduction to him. Mm-hmm. Um, it just felt like he was still hungry as an artist, you know? I mean, our, our first introduction but, to him was We Are The Champions, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I don't know. I just just like the feeling, that same feeling I get. There's a couple of joints on this Donda that after I listened to it several, like it really, a couple of them really stood out immediately. The the rest mm-hmm. took me. I had to like listen to it maybe four times to really kind of um, embrace it a little bit more. But mm-hmm. anywho, it just like that. Some of those feelings still came up, so it was interesting, at least for me. That's real. Yeah. But otherwise, it does seem like like Marcus said. I gotta agree. I rock with most of what he's saying. I, I feel like I get it. However, it does seem like when you have to, when you keep saying certain things the same way, it feels like okay, you're saying this to get to reconvince yourself that you gotta believe this. It's not even that he's trying to get other people to. He has to like reconvince himself that I still am the greatest. I still am whatever, whatever. At some point, it just feels like you're you're trying to remind yourself also if you got to keep saying like, that. Do it to, then. Do it with yourself. And I'm, I'm granted we don't know what you do in your personal time, yeah. but I'm like, you know what? All right, it's it's cool. Let's go back to uh, what do we say? I'm a, I'm gonna give a um a situation that's a little more. F- more um up to date i guess okay um in regards to feeling out of out place, of place. is uncomfortable kind of a synonym uh, or not no? necessarily I, I think out of uh there's uncomfortability in being out of place but mm-hmm. uncomfortable doesn't necessarily mean that you are feeling out of place if that makes sense. <clears throat> true true it's All a, right. well, it's a case, square a square and rectangles th- situation got you okay well let's go yeah let's take it back back again and uh, I'll say like because Josh Way brought back. up Josh brought up clothes the full time. Mister McFly. Josh brought up clubs, which is like super. Like yeah. that was high on my list. I should have like I don't know why that shit didn't come come to mind immediately because that I felt the exact same way. But certain parties, even certain parties, were like mm-hmm. where. I would just find myself sitting back and everybody else is like at the table cooking up work. <laughs> <laughs> cooking up work. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> no, I'm just like, like if I, if at the time, if I didn't drink and smoke, it's just like, no, I know what you mean. If, if you're you the mean. only one, it feels like you're sitting on the couch watching like somebody's, you know, some, some 10 year old play NBA 2K where everybody else is like rolling one or <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like if you're the if you're if, if you're the only one who doesn't drink or smoke every weekend or whatever, like at the party, then you're just sitting back. You know, it's the reason why it's that whole idea that like, yo, it's no fun if you're the only one not drinking or smoking. Everybody else is getting lit. You know, I never, I never like, really I agree found with myself. That. I found myself in that situation a couple of times and I was just like, nah, I, I yeah. like in that moment, I just wasn't feeling it. But I, mm-hmm. then I looked, I looked to the left and the right of me, and I was the only one on the couch. <laughs> Everybody else was cooking up that work. So. <laughs> I, I never, I never really get that uh, or got that sentiment. Um, the first time I was around somebody who did mushrooms, I think I brought this up, uh, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't really know y'all, so I'm not, I'm not gonna do that." Uh, and they were like, "Okay, so you're just gonna sit here sober?" I was like, "Yeah, you know, life be giving giving you high sometimes, you know." Uh, straight up, next straight up. Next thing you know, they over there, you know, trying to fuck the colors they see coming out of the uh, coming out of the TV screen. And I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna take a nap." Um, hey, check I it would out. not I, take a nap there. Yeah. I, I, I was like, I was like, this is actually pretty reckless. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Yeah, please don't harvest my organs. Uh, right. <laughs> Lock the door. Uh, I rebuke, I rebuke Josh's nap in the name of Jesus. Right. I, I will not be taking that. <laughs> I rebuke that nap, bro. I plead the blood of Jesus upon your nap, son. <laughs> Let's go ahead and bring the church and everything. Yo, yo, bring the choir in, please. <laughs> hey, check it out, though. I remember one. I remember a situation for where all three of us were involved. That was an out-of-place situation. <clears throat> We went to a club. It brings everything that we were talking about into one fucking night. It was Marcus's birthday. I had just got off of work at Penguin. And then somehow we all met up. And then we went out to the club. To several clubs, actually. And oh, we, were, we were over in um, Milwaukee. Uh, what is that? Oh, Milwaukee, uh, uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Yes. And okay. I can't remember. Was that the same night that we had other people with us? That I don't think so. Bad. I think I think that was just us three because it was Marcus. No, the, it, we met that German what, girl. We met that girl who was German. That girl who, who was trying to ask us for coke and shit. 
Yes, yeah. at her at her at her crib. We go so we get to the crib. Everybody's cooking up that work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Literally, literally. I remember. I remember an exact conversation from that night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were sitting in that house uh, in that living room, yeah, or whatever, talking about like, can you pee a whole like Pepsi bottle? <laughs> <laughs> and we all like, had different yeah, names. I, I was like, I think you could fill a whole one up. Josh was like telling me the exact like ounces, <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, I think I think from, I, I think I could do it. <laughs> Yo, that shit brings everything we've talked about thus far into play in one Yo, scenario. I son. had not thought about that in fucking forever. I remember old girl kissed Marcus for his birthday. I remember that. I don't even remember that, bro. That German like, chick, remember? Um, she was the chick who brought us over there, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it was like her and her friend who brought us over there. Yeah. And, then, and we all sit. And then the chick who was like, who owned the crib, she was saying like, my boyfriend's like 10 years younger than me. Whatever. I'm like, how you can't be in your 30s. How old is this uh, motherfucker? I remember, I remember it now. She, yeah. she had some like young boyfriend or whatever. I'm like, well, yeah. shit. Yo, yeah. give me we'll some hair. That'll really piss him off. On some old Kanye shit. Give me some hand. That'll really piss him off. But, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was a... Yo. You guys froze on my end. <laughs> Yo, you did I freeze? Yo, yo, did I freeze on you guys' end? Yeah, yeah, you froze real strong. Damn, same <laughs> to you guys. You like froze on <laughs> real strong. <laughs> that was just a good. And the first thing she said once we got in and got settled, everybody sat down. Was so who wants some coke? That, no, she was that, like, you got. She looked dead at us, and she goes, <laughs> "You guys got any blow?" And we were like, "Yeah, there we go." No, no. What this look like? But yo, do everybody remember their fucking names? I don't remember my name that I went I with my alias. I met I, last week, but I remember, yeah, back to me either. But I do remember. But yo, that was a specific moment where I like, if you could remember a conversation about a about peeing in a fucking coke can, we can remember the names we. Yeah, chose but those are the those are the happy moments that we create right. because of <laughs> our. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, she was. She was not that amazing. She was, she was pretty irrelevant to the, the situation no. besides put, putting us in the situation. True. But the names we chose to have before we even got there for that night, we agreed to have oh, alias I, names and we, and we uh -huh. agreed to have different um, professional careers. And I said I was a pro golfer. So not her name, our names that we chose. Oh, oh. I don't remember my name, but I remember saying I was from like Molly or something. Yeah. And I remember... I remember us cracking the fuck up at one of them bars because I was trying to convince them that I can't Enzo, Enzi, Enzi. You said, uh... No, no, no. Menzi is my South African name. Menzi. Uh, I you, okay, uh, I thought you went with Menzi. No, I didn't I didn't know that yet at the time. Oh. Um, But no, I remember cracking up because we were trying to convince people that I couldn't say the word waffle. <laughs> and I kept on going like, uh, uh, what? what is the... Uh, 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 <laughs> what is the... It's a it's the breakfast. It's the it's the breakfast food with the ah. Uh, it's a walafa. What uh? Wufile? What walafa? And we just kept on doing that to people. I, that's the one thing I do particularly remember. But I don't remember what my name was. I just remember yeah. that I was a professional golfer, man. And like I was like like the outfit I wore, like the, the actual penguin outfit that I wore was very reminiscent of a fucking What's professional golfer. Mm, yeah. golfer. <laughs> so I just that's went with it, man. Yeah, that was that was a wild one, bro. That was a that was one of those like one of those nights where you really are kind of just going with the flow and you have no fucking clue. We got to do happen some next. shit like that again. We always say all these all this uh, all these tales about you know women that'll go out and uh, with a fake name and a fake phone number. That shit's just that shit's just fun. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that was a night where I would say at some point we all felt somewhat out of place at some moment. Oh yeah. But For sure. At least the great stories. Hence the Yes. Most doubt. Most deaf. <laughs> 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 
No, no, no doubt. Most, and most, most doubt. doubt. Most, most, most doubt. doubt. Hey, most <laughs> doubt. <laughs> the most doubt possible. <laughs> I could have just, if I truly didn't agree, I could have just said, I didn't have to say the most doubtful. <laughs> I do well, not do, right, agree. Man, most doubt, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, you might have some here. Yo, this is a situation where I'm making, I'm making a fucking clip. I know it. I'm going to end up being on one of the snippets. But at my own expense, that's the worst possible situation <laughs> to be in. Oh, man. There's nothing wrong with that, man. The comedy is the comedy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, you got it. I, I think we uh I think we came up with some good ones in regards to like feeling out of place. I think, mm-hmm. I think now we, uh, now would would you say uh can you recall a time where you felt like you maybe entered a space that you weren't familiar with and you changed the space to to fit or accommodate you. Changed it. Could you is that could you also so like say a, I just kind of I kind of accepted where I was in a way and kind of just like and it helped me embrace whatever the environment was and I ended up having a good night kind of thing. Sure. Like, that's different than that's different than what I said, okay. but that works. No, uh, no, no. I'm, like, I'm like, trying to understand where you like what you mean more so when you say that. I'm trying to get a feel. So more so like uh <laughs> you you know there's always not every not every space is warm and welcoming when you enter it. Uh, mm-hmm. if if you are the foreign entity to it and mm-hmm. you know uh getting people to warm up to you or connect with you and all those kind of things where you're like you came in and uh as we as we kind of say in uh some dancer environments we're like oh you changed the molecules in the space like you mm. came and became like the the influence to go okay now i'm controlling it's like it's like when a stand-up comedian like really gets in their groove like they're controlling how the room feels mm, okay i see where you're going with this i got a better feel now i can i can specifically think of one when i was still living in indiana I don't remember why I was here. That's the thing. I don't know if it was like a, um, perhaps it was like a volunteer charitable kind of thing. Like we were just, it was held in like some ballroom and we were putting together, I was like licking envelopes and putting like donation requests in for like, like thousands of them in a matter of like eight or nine hours. So it was like some, some charity event where I was just helping out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was for the elderly or whatever. So when I walk in the room, now mind you, yeah, this is specific to what you're saying. Cause when I walk in the room, I was still in my experimental phase of like fashion, which I am even currently, mm-hmm. but that's when I was like cutting up the shirts myself. Do y'all remember that shit? When I was mm-hmm. like cutting up the shirts myself, yo, like I was, I was making my collars like this, you know, I was like, I was making a big deep U, those uh U-shaped collars with the chest out. <laughs> I had I had the skinnies like and I was still sagging and uh with the fucking etnies or something on. And I thought mm. I was fresh, whatever, you know. <laughs> I had the uh Goodwood NYC chains. <laughs> so to give you context, that's how I'm looking when I walk in this environment. And I'm definitely the only dude with black. I'm 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 the only one that has even even a quarter ounce of uh african-american <laughs> in them for sure quarter ounce <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> and like everybody else is at least like 60 years old mm. just like and and like they sit me so everybody had their like designated seating so my name was at my name was at this table f- full of like older white women in their like 60s 70s 80s or whatever mm-hmm. and i just felt the vibe as soon as i walked in it could have part of it was my ego a little bit i think and part of it was just like, you know, okay. It's one of those things where you walk in and you're like, huh, how, oh, oh, I'm here. How did I end up? Well, I had no right. idea it would be like this. Yeah. So it was a challenge, but by the end of the night, because uh, I think I got there like after like noon, noon or something, but by mm-hmm. like 7, 8 PM, like <clears throat> I, 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 like I had the room not in my palms, but like I was, I was mingling. I knew people. I was, I felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like everything kind of, everything kind of switched up. And I, I remember thinking like, yo, in that moment, I felt powerful in a sense of like, okay, I do, 
I can do more than what I thought, you know, if I, if, if mm. I'm able to like open up to a room like this, where typically I didn't want to like, okay, let me turn around immediately. Just being able to be a little more open, change the game. Cause like you immediately think like, do you have anything in common with these 70 year old white women? You know, especially when I'm walking, you know, looking like this. And by the end of the night, they're like, Oh, I love the shirt. And you did mm. that yourself. And oh, you know, what's this necklace, all these things that they have no idea about and probably don't even really care. But, uh, kind of going with the flow a little bit made me feel like I changed the environment in the room. Dope. Sorry yeah, for that uh, long explanation, man. Shit. It's, it's okay. I, I, I did go, man, he was, he was on tangent. <laughs> I, should probably, I should probably interrupt him at some point. No, yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could think about, um, I don't know if this is completely it, but it does come to mind. Um, uh, my job at Purdue does these things called research tours. Um, and uh, at the end of every research tour, it's usually like a retreat. So we go and do like all this uh, studying of black history, the diaspora, all that kind of stuff in that environment. And this particular one, I think we had just gone to Philly. And so then we went to the Poconos for the retreat. I could be wrong about some aspects of that, but I remember being out there and this was my first research tour with them. So I had just started the job. Most of the students are around my age um, or older. But I, I come across as like mad mature because I'm one of the professionals being brought in to work with them and whatnot. Um, and so uh, there's a bit of unfamiliarity and kind of skepticism because while we're the same age, I can almost seem like a narc because I'm on staff. So, you know, you got to kind of like play that field and whatnot. So then uh, what was happening was in the light, one of the bonding things, one of the uh, upperclassmen goes, yo, why don't we play questions? And so everybody mm -hmm. explains the games of questions. Like it's a whole thing of you got to catch people off guard. Everybody just talks to each other in questions. And if you take too long to respond with a question, you're out. It's a whole like thing of the game. Mm -hmm. Out of nowhere, everybody's questions start getting really obscene. I kind of like that. It, and and, and, and that was that it started out like you know who what how you doing can i get fries with that and then it was like uh is it true that uh pink lemonade is piss and uh and blood and and period blood and like if i tap you on the if i tap you on the ear with my dick because you hear me coming like it's it, it's it started <laughs> just kind of going out of nowhere and then <laughs> uh um because everybody started getting mad creative and all that kind of shit. And you know me, I love obscene shit. So my brain <laughs> yeah. is like, and I'm I'm just whooping ass. Next thing you know, everybody's like defenses kind of go down and they go, oh shit, Josh is actually really fucking cool because he's he's kind of just here with us. And then when, when it's time to be professional, he really is about that. But when it's yeah. the time, we can all chill the fuck out. And Dude, I love that. that. And so, yeah. that kind of like, yeah, yo, you didn't have to play that chaperone. Like you, you didn't, you didn't have to seem like a chaperone all the time. Like you're still a cool. And I wasn't, cool I wasn't there for who that. can relate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, That's dope, yo. I love that. Actually, side note, uh, my girl and I <clears throat> coming up in like early this first week of December, are having a little friendsgiving thing. So one, right. obviously, I wish y'all could be there, but uh, two. I'm hoping that it goes like that because I don't even know half the people's names on the list either. So I'm hoping that every, every at some point folks' defenses can go down and they don't, mm -hmm. they feel less or not out of place and that we can kind of like move into, all right, everybody's relaxed. So what's up? You know, the conversation just flows better that way. So, well, fingers crossed. I, <clears throat> I mean, I'm always a, a proponent of say something uncomfortable to see how people react. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they oh, can yeah. do one, two things. They either go on nervous laugh and then try to get out of it. They're going to say something mad inflammatory or they're going to mm -hmm. roll with that shit and it's going to be fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like it's. Mm -hmm. I know we're doing like table talk questions. It's like something similar mm -hmm. um, to like the questions game. It's it's, it's kind of similar. And that could bring about all who, who knows what kind of conversation. And then hopefully you find it. Six other people who you hadn't met that day also agree or have similar experiences, and it's like, oh shit, mm. no, you, you, right. you know, and it kind of changes the game that way a little bit. So, fingers crossed, man. Word.
Marco, you got any situation like that? I couldn't really think of none, man. That's real. Really, can't it's think all of none off, off, off the top like that. It's all good, man. But yo, we can wrap it up there, though. I think that thing, I think we hit a good, I think we get a good spot. Yes, sir. So, yo, uh, people out there, we appreciate you. And by all means, um, if you have any questions for us, if you have any questions that's just burning at you and you're like, you know what? I want to hear some other folks process this shit that goes on in my cranium. Then you can write us at informedthehonestpodcast at gmail.com. You can interact with us on Instagram at informedthehonest, Facebook, informedthehonestpodcast, or our Twitter, informedly underscore HP. We appreciate you. We love y'all. Every conversation that you have, every connection that you make, and every possible interaction that you endure on Wednesdays, I'm actually like solidify this. And I say that every episode. Oh, before we even get out of here, uh, uh, we gonna we we were looking at our analytics, and we uh we appreciate y'all listeners, and we 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 trying to work on this, y'all. And so, if you got suggestions for us, and you're like, hey, I enjoyed this aspect, but I don't enjoy that thing, we are really sincere about you writing us. Uh, by all means. We've reached out to, you know, some marketing folks and they were like, hey, y'all, this shit sucks. And we're like, cool. We appreciate your feedback. Moving on. Like, you know, we, uh, we all in the process of growth. But um, uh, I saw that 52 percent of y'all. I'm going to look dead at my camera now. 52 percent of y'all be listening to us on Apple Podcasts. And every week I go rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Man. <laughs> Yes, we can't. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> we can't reiterate what Josh said. Like we, reiterate, we, we, I said we can't reiterate what Josh. Yo, don't have me on that rewind shit. Don't have me on that fucking that Nas rewind shit again. All right, don't have me on that Nas rewind shit again. We can't reiterate what Josh said enough. Yo, if you yo, rock with you. us, and we know that mm-hmm. at least some of you do, here's another way to show us that you do and help us out, man. Yeah, and we are uh, we we are legitimately trying to improve. Uh, after the break, we're gonna be uh, working on our production value, getting up on some things. Uh, we want to shout out Elias, who uh, actually hit us up on Anchor because Anchor now does sponsorships, and so you can actually uh, in a Patreon that's type way be able to contribute that way. You could also hit our Cash App at a uh, Cash Tag Informally Honest. Uh, but anyways, like you know, if you enjoy the content, we we sixty. Uh, by the time this comes out, over 65 episodes out. And, you know, we're just trying to grow. And so help us grow and grow with us. We want to build that community. We want to talk to you. And so, you know, this is just, this is a sincere uh, request, hell even a plea, that we, we, uh, we really appreciate y'all for rocking with us uh, with just the listens alone and the watches on YouTube and everything. So we just want to, you know, continue to build this community and grow it out. Uh, it ain't about it ain't about quantity. It's about quality. quality, and then it becomes and then it becomes about quantity because you know numbers. Um, but yeah, we again we appreciate y'all, and this is my vulnerable moment uh, that we joke and shit. But this is being forthright, vulnerable, and honest, which you know is our principles. That if you if you really do rock with us, we need the support of your listens, and we also need the other support as well. And it by all means, if you got a business that you want to promote on here, we will gladly promote it as long as it's not like, you know, child trafficking. And, you know, <laughs> uh, like by all means, you got you got, you sell food, pastries, butt plugs. We don't care. Put it on here. <laughs> yeah. Send it's it a to judge us free environment. Judgment free environment. Means. Yes. To tell us about your uh, your company that makes adlets. <laughs> makes the attachments for zippers we like we we we, we here we for you bro so yeah uh by all means keep it forthright keep it vulnerable and most of all keep it honest peace y'all peace y'all and blood, one last thing you know we got coming we got more merch coming just expect it we got more merch coming just just hold on, hold tight, just a little bit longer. It's coming. I I love you said more. Like we sold some. They had, yo, they're not supposed to know that. Aaron, <laughs> <laughs> your lighting is 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 getting better, man. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, uh, towards the end. 
I want to make sure they hear my my plea about about merch. I want to make sure they hear my plea. I got everything. Make sure the visuals are right. (laughs) You got movie lighting, man. I like it. (laughs) Appreciate that. Appreciate that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Merch merch is coming. Aaron's working hard on that. Website is coming. Marcus is working hard on that. Like you know, we 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 out here. We we trying to grow, y'all. Yeah. So stick with us. I promise you won't be disappointed. And when we get when we get when we when we rise and you know continue to evolve, we're making sure y'all gonna come along with us. All right. Uh by all means, we still need a name for y'all, and that's up to y'all. Mm. We can't name you. So, you know, if y'all whatever y'all want to do, y'all send the suggestions on what y'all want to be called, people who support us frequently. All right. Again, keep it forthright, keep it vulnerable, and most of all, keep that shit honest. Peace. Peace, world. Honesty, honest, honesty is <laughs> without shedding a tear for my brother. I really want to try for my brother because I truly do feel for my brother.